Hi, everyone. This side quest was originally part of our first Blood Origin episode, but in true Whiskey with Witcher fashion, the episode ran a little long and we had to make some cuts. We didn't want to lose this discussion about the writer's strike and what it could mean for the Witcher, so we decided to turn it into its own episode. Enjoy. I think in this episode, we're um because there's not really anything we have to talk about there. We're going to talk about something completely different, mm-hmm. but that we feel like we need to address just because it's happened and it's a big deal. And mm-hmm. we want to talk about maybe what it means for Witcher, which is the the writer strike. Yep. Um, now um, we do have a we have a um, a Discord, which we've talked about a few times, and it's like. Um, you know, if you're not, if you listen to us regularly, you're not in Discord, please join it. We'd love to have you um, join it. We have some really great discussions um, that happen there. And, um, and you know, it's, it's, it's always kind of a fun time. And we would love to have a little bit more of you kind of involved with that. So, so please join it. It's the links to it um, can be found on our Instagram. Um, with and Twitter, his, yeah. Yeah, and Twitter. Our Instagram is with Whiskey with Witcher. Our Twitter is just Whiskey Witcher. Um, so um, check that out. But the reason I mention our Discord now is we've been talking about the strike in our Discord before it even happened. Yeah. It, you know, and it just came up in natural conversation. Um, a lot of the people in the Discord are international. A few mm-hmm. of them are international. So they, you know, they're not, they're certainly not in LA, Hollywood, or as close to this as Valerie and I are. And we thought it was, worth um kind of discussing because it's um it's very much you know a part of our our you know like like being in la it's a big part of where we're at right now it's like a huge having an impact and and working in entertainment yeah and now um one thing that's interesting is when we're recording this this strike has only been going on for a couple days Mm -hmm. by the time you listen to this it will have been a couple of weeks yeah like two weeks or so yeah i don't think it's going to be resolved with that quickly i honestly think the strike is going to go on for quite a while um and um but like I don't know. Like, I'm not a, uh, I can't see the future. I could be, you know, on the off chance that I'm wrong. You're no Ithilene. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> tying I'm no, it in. I am no Ithilene. So on the off chance that it's wrong, for all I know, it could be done by the time, you know, and this whole segment will be obsolete. That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I wrote down some some information. I'm, I'm not going to go into my opinion about, my opinion about this whole thing is complicated. Um, you know, like, you can probably figure out our our thoughts on this by following us on our various <laughs> one of us is media. retweeting a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, but um, but I do think it's worth talking about just kind of the broad strokes and what this means because this is going to have an effect on 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 a lot of entertainment and could very likely have an effect on 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 The Witcher. Um, like I have some stuff that I wrote down to kind of maybe just broad strokes. Do you have something you want to say before I get into oh, that? Oh, just or? that the last one was in 2007 slash 2008 and lasted 100 days. Yeah, so I have yeah. I have that information and more so. So let's yeah. let's go, go into it. what I have here. Mm-hmm. So um, so for those of you who don't follow kind of Hollywood business, um, a little bit like I said, broad strokes. So this is a strike that that started this week. Um, and it's you know we're calling it the writer strike around here. Um, what it means is okay. There the two sides. Who are who? Who is this really involving? It's two um, two groups. The one that you know tends to get I think discussed most and and seems to have a lot of sympathy um, around Hollywood is the Writers Guild of America, the WGA. Um, they represent Hollywood writers. Um, 
also supporting them in the strike are um, some other powerful Hollywood unions, including the Directors Guild of America, the DGA, and the Screen Actors Guild, the uh, which is SAG, um, the Teamsters, and more. Um, so that's one side. The other side is the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, um, the AMPTP. They represent the studios, streamers, networks, and other producers who make and distribute movies and television. Those are the two sides. Um, now, what is this strike about? Why is the WGA striking? And Valerie, if you, uh, I'll read what I have if you yeah. have stuff mm -hmm. you want to weigh in. Um, largely, it's in response to the changing media landscape and the way that writers are paid for projects, which has evolved to the point that it can no longer be seen as a living wage. Um, also, crucially at stake is the role of AI in the screenwriting process and how it can be used going forward. Writers are essentially trying to prevent paid jobs that are currently accomplished by WGA writers being taken over by artificial intelligence. Now, there's a lot more at stake. Um, and honestly, if this is something that interests you and you haven't read up about it, that information is out there. You yeah, can get it's very you, easy to find. Yeah, and you can find details. Like they have like point by point things that they're that the WGA WGA wants that the um AMPTP is not giving them. And you can go really into kind of granular detail if you want. Um, all that information is there. I'm not going to go into that. I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to say about why they're striking. Um, they were also talking about mini rooms. Which, yeah, you know, and to be clear, neither Tim nor I are guild members. I'm not yeah. a writer, so I'm a designer. Um, but yeah, they're talking about mini rooms as well and just how they have these bare bones, you know, people that kind of are there for a few weeks to outline a show. And then they get rid of them and they bring in somebody else to finish it up. So yeah. they're not getting the benefits of working on a show full time. They're not getting to go on the sets to see the show being filmed, which is a really crucial part of the process mm -hmm. to see like how the sausage is made, essentially. So yeah. yeah. And my understanding is these mini rooms are largely a byproduct of um, basically the emergence of streamers and how yeah. streamers produce content versus the traditional like networks. Um, and that's why I said, like, the evolving media landscape, yeah, the like what landscape seems, has changed. Yeah, media. residuals are tied up in that, too. Yeah. Like, you have these streamers back in the day. If you had a show on network, you get residuals every time the episode you wrote aired on TV. Mm. With streamers, that's not necessarily the case. And also, streamers don't want to, you know, you'll, if you see a show that you love and then it disappears from a streamer, it's because they didn't, you know, want to or have the money to pay a licensing fee. Mm -hmm. So now this episode that you wrote isn't even available anymore for people to yeah. see. So. Yeah, and it's interesting. I'll I'll get to it a bit more detail in a, a minute, but you mentioned the previous strike. Yeah. Like these strikes happen every now and then and they usually happen as a result of changing um like the changing media landscape and yeah. technology. And yeah. the last time was because of the emergence of stuff like YouTube and sort yeah. of digital video, which didn't ex really wasn't really a factor prior to that. And like how do you how do you monetize that? How do you get make sure your work that gets used in that media um, gets reimbursed for writers, and so now we're we're kind of now at the next step for of that, and yeah. and 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 so in a lot of ways, this strike probably had to happen. You know, like uh, they pro these these strikes do have to happen as technology and the way we as kind of consumers consume entertainment changes. Um, you know, the people who work in that industry, the business needs to change with that, and it has not, and and that's largely kind of. Uh, a very sort of general way of like saying why this is happening mm -hmm. right now. Um, now, what's being affected? Um, and this is where we're at right now. And I, I'm going to emphasize that. Like 
when you're listening to this, things might have changed a bit and maybe a little bit more. But like the immediate effects where we are right now, um, the immediate effects that we've seen so far have been in late night television and weekly current affairs shows um, like John Oliver. Um, Daily as, Show. Yeah, as, yeah, Daily Show, as well as daytime TV like The Talk. SNL has also gone dark. Soap operas will likely be next. I'm not a, I don't think either of us watch soap operas, but I you know. used to a million years ago. Yeah. I mean, there are people who do <laughs> yeah. and um, they're, they, they, they keep a pretty tight schedule. Yeah. You know, they don't script too far ahead of where they shoot. Don't so. take away my stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not taking them away, but someone, yeah, yeah. they're, they're likely going to be next. Um, where we'll really start to see the effect for most of us, is potentially in the fall TV season, since writers typically begin working in May and June for the fall season premieres. The longer the strike goes on, the more that may get delayed. Now, with movies, it's unlikely we'll see much of an effect on 2023. This year's movies are shot and in post-production. If any film requires tweaks and possibly reshoots, all of those will need to be done without the input of a WGA writer. 2024 is if year, and if the strike continues for a while, what we might see is some 2023 films pushed to 2024, just so studios have films ready for that year. Um, now, we're a Witcher podcast, yeah. so let's talk about The Witcher. Um, as far as The Witcher is concerned, season three should be fine because at this point, it's probably pretty much set. Um, again, though... If they feel like they need to make any last-minute tweaks, which does happen every yeah. now and then, um, to the episode cuts, they'll need to be made without the input of the writing team, which would include Lauren Schmidt-Hisrick. Um, season four, at least as far as I know, yeah. I got to assume she's a member of the WGA. I would think so, yeah. yeah. Um, Absolutely. Se- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't think like, she's not blatantly said that, but, yeah. like, I mean, you know, I'd be extremely surprised if she wasn't. Season four is where, um, though, this could have an effect. I'm not sure what state the season four scripts are in, but I until... think they're done. Are, you, are I they? I feel like they, they posted something that they had finished, but don't okay. quote me on that. All right, and I definitely have not yeah. seen that, so take that with some salt. Yeah. Now, if that's the case, um, that that does mean something. But, like, if they're not done... Um, um, until the strike is resolved, they're not being re- um, written. And even if they are done, they're not being revised. Um, now, if they are finished, if Valerie's right, if, she, if that's correct, if they've said that, it's possible that season four could move into production before the strike is resolved. But again, no writers will be involved with the process. Now, I don't know what that means for a showrunner. I guess yeah. they can't be involved with that. And this is where I, I got to say, emphasize Valerie and I are not um, we are post people <laughs> yeah we're not involved now sean has worked in 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 television i don't know if you're gonna weigh in but like um yeah i don't be- i don't know if she can be involved in it if they move into production during the strike Do you know she can as a producer uh-huh. she cannot as a writer yeah and uh she may choose not to as a producer mm-hmm. but when you watch the credits that roll at the beginning of every tv show mm-hmm. uh you see lots and lots of producers mm-hmm. and most of those are well except for executive producers were like that that has gotten so nebulous as far mm-hmm. as what that means yeah but uh from like lower than that like most of those people are in the writing room yeah and they have producer credits mm-hmm. uh, because of the work that they do beyond the writing that they do mm-hmm. so Lauren might show up as a producer Mm-hmm. but uh, not as a writer. So if it's like um, they're shooting, there's a scene that needs some adjustment, she won't be um, contributing, 
you know, new material or, or in that, in that rain, in that sort of um, yeah. realm until the strike is resolved. Um, you know, by and large, that's kind of what it is. You know? Yeah. Like they won't be sending any notes back to the writing yeah. room to say yeah. like, Hey, we need the scene, scene rewritten yeah. or anything like that. Or, yeah. uh, which isn't just like a, you know, just a creative choice more often than not honestly uh, it'll come down to like budget stuff where the line producer will say like okay this costs way too much like somebody rewrite this <laughs> yeah. so that it does to save us you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah that stuff can't be done until the strike is resolved yeah, yeah. um and um and that, that happens a lot so um so it is a it is a factor now lauren schmidt historic has not as far as i know spoken publicly about the impact the strike will have on the witcher um i i did kind of give give a look at her socials prior to this I, yeah it's just yeah. she's not commented at all the last thing she's really and it's all very sudden i mean it's yeah. only been like a couple days so. yeah and and granted maybe this will have changed by the time yeah. you guys hear this but um but as of right now when we're recording this all the last thing she's posted is the stuff for season three mm-hmm. um as far as i know though well, I don't know. Like, it's it's interesting because you get in the fact, like, as a producer, things might be different. Um, and um, and so it kind of depends on, like, what line she wants to draw. But the WGA has told their members they cannot promote material they have written. So, like, she might not promote The Witcher yeah. at all until the strike is resolved. Like, I that like we'll have to see. She might not be able to. Um, and certainly if, you know, you're listening and you follow other people in the writing, the Witcher writing room who are, whether it's on Twitter or what have you, who are, are strictly writers, you know, they're probably not going to be promoting The Witcher um, until this is resolved. I, they might not be able to. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm know. never going to get that tea about what went down. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, it's an interesting thing. Like, Witcher Season 3 almost certainly will still hit the dates that they've announced. Yeah. But, you know, um, who's, who's you know, putting information, like, you know, sharing trailers, sharing key art, you know, talking it up. And certainly who's involved in kind of the premiere and, and, and discussing things at the premiere, you know, um, could could get interesting mm-hmm. uh, and on that note you know like well you know let's like 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 pull back a little bit how long could this last you know the last time the wga went on strike was in 2007 you mentioned this yeah and that lasted 100 days and that was long but there were two w- wga strikes that went on even longer in 1960 they struck for 146 days and in 1988 they went on strike for 153 days, which which is the longest WGA mm. strike on record. Like I said, this stuff happens yeah. like every now and then. Um, and we were probably due to one or due for one. Sorry. Um, and here's the other interesting little um, factor. The, the DGA, the Directors Guild of America or and the Actors Guild. Uh, or guilds, SAG and AFTRA, um, they also have contracts with the AMPTP that will expire on June 30th and will need to come to an agreement with the AMPTP before then, or they could go on strike as well. Um, the DGA, by the time you listen to this, will have started their negotiations, um, but SAG AFTRA, they'll start on June 7th. Um, now, Again, Valerie and I are not members of any of these yeah. unions, um, 
you know, we have very limited sort of, you know, like we don't know, we don't know what's in the future, but the, I don't know, the buzz I'm getting, like, like what it feels like is these unions to me, just our opinion seem to have less, like, I feel less, like I knew I, I was, I was pretty confident that WDA was going to strike because yeah, this was going to happen. Yeah. But the, I don't feel the same way about these two unions. They don't have the history of striking as frequently. Um, so I don't know. I feel, I see a lot of stories talking about, oh, they might strike and that'll be yeah. a total game changer. I don't know that they're going to. I suspect they're not. Um, that's just my opinion. Hmm. That's all. I don't know if you feel differently. I haven't really given it much thought, honestly. I've, most of my thoughts have been on this specific strike. Yeah. But it's interesting because, like, talking about how it affects The Witcher, yeah. um, if if the actors strike, yeah. if SAG strikes, that means no actor involved with The Witcher right. can promote The Witcher, mm-hmm. and um, which, which is interesting because season one will premiere – or I'm sorry, volume one will premiere um, of season three. Volume one of season three will premiere before the strike. Volume yeah. two will premiere after the strike. If say after strike. If they yeah. were to strike, yeah, yeah. And um, and so that means all the actors could promote the the first volume, but not the second. But if they strike, yeah. <laughs> none of them are going to be promoting. Well, volume I feel like two. the first volume is the more important volume. That's true. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I part of me wonders if Henry Cavill was just, <laughs> just kind of be frustrated. Like, ah, strike. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm he's probably it. frustrated. Like like, yeah. God damn it, couldn't you have premiered it in July? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but like, if they do strike, and again. Yeah. I in my gut my my two senses my gut feeling is I don't know that they're going to, um, but you know if they do strike, um, like that's going to be interesting for Comic Con, yeah, because they're sure. not going to be able to come to Comic Con. Um, and as it is, if the WGA is striking, if like say there was to be a Witcher panel or yeah. Witcher stuff at at Comic Con this year. Lauren might not be there. Yeah. Certainly none of the writers are gonna be, you know, involved in, in I guess the Lauren's promotion. not gonna be on our podcast for the <laughs> I know. Future. I know. Man. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> oh. Um but you know, yeah, I don't th- again, I don't think SAG is gonna strike. I don't think the actors are going to, but if they w- are if they do, um that'll that'll have an effect. Hmm. Now, right now, um it's interesting because they're they're in support of the WDA strike. But they are still obligated to work. Yeah. So um, right now you'll see actors um, showing up to productions. And if they have a show that needs to be promoted right now, um, a lot of them will be like there might be some that that don't want to. But um, like, you know, ethically, moral, you know, like they just don't want to to promote something right now. But like um, um, they're not prohibited from doing that. And, and as far as showing up and, and filming their scenes they are required to by their agreements yeah. until until their agreement expires mm-hmm. um, on the 30th. So um, possible impact. That's the last <laughs> thing I have down. The last time the WGA went on strike, it was estimated that it cost WGA writers and other below-the-line entertainment professionals nearly, uh, nearly $350 million mm-hmm. in wages. And according to the New York Times, the overall cost to the Los Angeles economy as a whole was 2.1 billion with wow, a B. Yeah. And um, that includes things like the act, or I'm sorry, not the actors, the writers who are on strike, not getting paid, like not going to restaurants, right, not going, yeah, not, not buying, not, coffee, yeah. yeah, like, like having to kind of um, dial back their spending because they weren't making money. So, so the trickle down effect of um, these strikes, at least in Los Angeles, 
it's significant. Yeah. And that's kind of what I wanted to get to because, you know, you can have your own opinion about these strikes and the strike. And as I've seen, um, the opinions are, you know, like, like all across the map. I feel like Los Angeles seems to be kind of in one camp, but like you get outside of like kind of the Hollywood region. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like people have much more varied opinions. I'm not going to tell, like, we're not giving our opinions on this podcast. I'm not, at least. I'm not going to tell you how I feel. I'm not going to tell you how you should feel. Um, oh, but I, I am. <laughs> but I, I think Deep Kinko's <laughs> is behind all of this <laughs> to get protest signs printed. Yeah, deep I mean, Kinko's. There are a lot of, there are a lot of, a lot of signs out around Los uh, Angeles. Deep uh, FedEx Kinko's. Yeah. But like, um, like have no effect, like, or have no, have no illusions. This strike even though I've been saying a few times, I think it needs to probably happen. Um, it's going to hurt. It's yeah. going to have an effect. We're going to be feeling this. Um, Valerie and I are not union members. We're not writers. Um, we're not even in production. Like we don't, you know, work on sets. Um, but we have friends who do all those things, all of the above. We have, you know, friends who are um, union members, guild members. We have friends who who do work in production, mm-hmm. and um, and it's affecting them. I have friends who have already lost their jobs, yeah. or or can't, or maybe you know they're they work you know production to production, and they can't find work right now. Um, my wife, um, who has been on the podcast before, mm-hmm. um, works in post production special effects. It'll eventually affect her um, if it goes on long enough, and. You know, and and what concerns me is both sides are so dug in that I feel like it's going to go on for months um, to the point that it starts studios look to cut costs. It could potentially affect me and Valerie. So this is going to we're going to fill this. Um, So while this needs to happen, I mean, people are losing jobs or losing income. And so don't make light of it. You know, Um, this is a serious thing for people who work and entertainment and there are tens of thousands of people who work in entertainment and it's not just writers and producers and directors I mean, it's and people, actors it's janitors that yes. work on a lot it's yeah. like it's cafe co- workers that it's were the, carpenters the, who build sets yeah, and stuff like the that coffee bean employees yes. that work in my the lot i work yes. on you know so yeah. so it's people of all skill levels all professions um it's going to touch that so i will say when you form your opinions and when you discuss this with your friends and colleagues and, and people who you maybe get in conversations with, be sensitive to that yeah. because there are people who are losing their jobs because of this. Um, and they're not all Hollywood elites. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are just kind of, you know, down to earth, you know, everyday people who just happen to live in LA and work on, on film sets. So, um, something to keep in mind, Yeah, you know, and that's the last thing I really have to say about it. I don't know if you want to, yeah, I'm just, I, you know, I am keeping a watchful eye on it because I do think there is an interesting, at least with my career trickle down effects Mm -hmm. that will happen because of how this goes. Like the AI stuff is of particular interest to me because as a designer, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Or they got the studio is going to be cool with AI designing things in the future. Yeah, so, the AI thing is yeah. an interesting aspect because yeah. that that's a much bigger conversation. Right. It's probably a totally also, different like, podcast. Copyright infringement stuff yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So. But like AI is something that I think is going to be eventually affecting a, a large of number us, of industries. Yeah, yeah. and um, so it's kind of like a canary in the coal mine situation yes. where I'm yeah. eyeing this to Good see point. like how it goes, and you know, yeah. that I think there are going to be depending on which direction, a lot of trickle-down effects for a lot of different yeah. industries, including mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. why I said, like, my, my feelings are complicated, but one thing yeah. I'm not, I'm not, um, um, 
like I'm unequivocal about is this strike had to happen. Oh yeah. Like like these these um like these lines need to be drawn. Like you said, AI, how are we going to define that as far as sort of business and what we do, what we do, it's going to affect a lot of industries. It's entertainment and writers right now, but yeah, eventually could become graphic artists mm -hmm. could become, you know, who knows what, you know, yeah. um, like it's it, like, like these things are going to eventually hit a variety of businesses. And, um, and so, yeah, canary in a coal mine is a good way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, and to your point, I will share a little bit of my opinions on it. Like, I, I do support the writers. I support the strike. But at the same time, to Tim's point, like, there are a lot of people that aren't writers that aren't in the WGA that don't have the benefit of being in the union like me and Tim that will be affected by this. And, you know, just keep – just like Tim said, be kind. Be aware that there are a bunch of people that yeah. this is going to trickle down and affect in a lot of negative ways. And I've seen people online being very, like, judgmental. Oh, you should never cross a picket line. I'm like, well, people work on lots, you yeah. know. The janitor that works on the lot has to cross a picket line. If he doesn't go to his job, he's going to get fired. fired. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, just, like, it's possible to support the writers, but also being kind to everybody who's not as fortunate to be, you know, have a guild that's fighting for them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so I think that's like, you know, largely what we want to say, like it, you know, we'll have to see what's yeah. ultimately what effect it has on the Witcher, um, long-term, you know, since that's what we focus on, not, I'm not trying to say that's the most important thing, but that's what we, um, we focus on with this podcast. Um, we'll have to see. It'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting going into- Witcher cannot catch a break, man, with COVID and strikes. That's a hard thing, and, yeah. yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's the thing that's tough is it's like this is coming on the heels of COVID, which yeah. hit- um, I hit the Witcher, but it Season hit two, like yeah. everything in entertainment, yeah. you know, like, like, um, um, productions had to shoot down or shut down, you know, like movie, you guys all know movies yeah. weren't being released for a while. There was a brief window when it was like no TV or TV shows had to be ended, you know, prematurely. You had a lot of weird incomplete like TV yeah. seasons, you know, and we're kind of coming out of that. Things are back to normal. And now this hits, yeah. you know, so it's, yeah, it's, it's been tough in the, in the industry and, as two people who work indirectly, or well, we work directly in it, but we're not involved in the actual creation the lighting, of this yeah. stuff. Um, it, it, you know, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Let us toast um, to all of you um, in the WGA who's striking. May you get what you need mm -hmm. in the strike. We want that, and also may you get what you need quickly. <laughs> yeah. Let's like get the strike done quickly so it impacts as few people as possible i think that's worth drinking to mm -hmm. so um yeah cheers let's, guys let's toast to that fingers crossed for all of you uh -huh. whiskey with witcher is a malcontent media production by tim beetle and valerie petrarca our producer is sean farina for updates, picks, and behind-the-scenes shenanigans, follow us on Twitter at WhiskeyWitcher and on Instagram at WhiskeyWithWitcher. Want to ask us a question, share your Yenskier fanfic, or recommend a good whiskey? Email us at WhiskeyWithWitcher at malcontent.media or join the Whiskey with Witcher Discord. You can find the link at the top of our Twitter and Instagram accounts. Who knows? We might even share your comments on the podcast. Finally, if you like what you've heard, please toss us a proverbial coin by rating and reviewing this show on Apple Podcasts and subscribing wherever podcasts are downloaded. Cheers. So, um, let us try, or, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
<laughs> All right, let's. Three. Take four. Yeah, take I'm sorry. Four. Are you guys striking? Yeah. <laughs> three to one. I am. <laughs> Bye. Just me. My union of one. All right. Okay. 